1: welcome to yet another sparkling edition of the thought police uh i'm mike graham you're matt kelly good uh, day to you good day to you now as we are speaking about this we are literally in the midst of the sandringham summit yeah right we don't yet know what's going to emerge from the sandringham summit no but it's not very good is it
0: it's amazing i mean mean,
1: you're the man that we should remind the listeners who masterminded (laughs) the sort of the undercover operation of buckingham palace yeah um when you got a daily mirror reporter uh, into the uh, the building as a footman. As right? yeah. So I mean, this must be bringing back some memories of the old uh, royal stories he used to do.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when I was interested in them, but mm. I have to say, it's rekindled my interest. Yeah. I, I I have been. I've, I'm surprised at how fascinated I am by the twos and throwings yeah. of it because. There's all this complication stuff, like suddenly, you know, the tax burden on Harry if he moves out and can he actually, if he's not bilingual, could he move to Canada? You know, that came up this morning. He doesn't speak French. Well, the only
1: bit of France that they care about in in French wise is, is Quebec though, isn't it? Yeah,
0: I know, but you can't get a job apparently in Canada if you're not bilingual.
1: Well, what's he going to get a job doing? I mean, what Being job could
0: prince? he do? Well, he could be begging for voiceover work for himself, <laughs> like he was with yeah, Bob Iger. Yeah, could
1: ring up that guy from Disney. And go, do you know when yeah. uh, we did that deal to get Megan some voiceover work? Yeah, how'd you fancy that? You was mortifying, it to me? wasn't it? Wasn't That the most embarrassing thing you've ever seen?
0: It was. Did the, the? I'll tell you the the thing about it that mortified me was the bit where he sort of leaned back and said, "Oh, huh, you sound surprised." Yeah, like everyone gives a toss about what his wife does. I you know. know.
1: I know, but meanwhile, she's over to the right talking to Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z. Jay-Z looked think, bored as shit. Do you think uh, she was saying to them, hey, do you know uh, my husband, he plays a bit of guitar? Yeah, you know, right, Do you think you
0: right. get a spot in the band? Backing vocals. Yeah. Jay-Z, I thought. Who, I, I love Jay-Z. I think he's an absolute diamond. And uh, he just looked completely pissed off at the fact that he was there. And, and I think he was there for Beyonce only. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Well, this is the thing. I mean, this whole kind of woke world yeah. that you and I don't inhabit, um and that you probably would be more comfortable in than me. But um, you know, it's it's hard to imagine what it's like, you know, because one of the things that they're now touting uh, is, is that Prince William and Prince Harry issued a statement saying, you know, it's wrong to write stories about bullying, it's wrong to use the wrong kind of language because it's very damaging to mental health and all this. It's it's almost like they're going to be saying to newspapers, you can only write things that we approve of, yeah. you can only write things using words that we approve of, and he's here are the words you can't use. Honestly, I, mean, I
0: know this will go down like a bucket of cold sick with a lot of our uh, listeners, but... The more you look at the royal family, the Queen is the amazing exception. Charles maybe. Yeah. Charles has got a lot going. I like Charles. You know, I like the fact he's eccentric and he says his mind and stuff like this. But then William, who gives a toss? William's kid can't even remember his name no. now. George is it? George, you know, yeah. I mean, really. is well,
1: the heir to the throne?
0: But really, are we going to be sitting here in? You know, is my kid going to be sitting there watching the coronation in a hundred years of? You know, of George's child or grandson. Right. I just can't believe that it's going to go on much longer. No, really.
1: I find it quite ridiculous actually because I'm, I'm almost with you on that, except I'm not that keen on Charles at all. Because right. If you think about where he came from yeah. and the kind of privilege that he's had all of his life, and don't forget by the way, the Duchy of Cornwall doesn't pay any tax. No, that's right. Now why is it's that? It's an outrage. Why does he not pay any tax? I have to pay tax.
0: And the idea that they, that I mean the oft quoted thing that they pay handsomely, they return what, what it costs us in tourism. I don't believe for a minute that we'd lose a Any tourism if they weren't there.
1: Well, if you could walk around
0: Buckingham Palace.
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose there is something to be said for the trooping of the colour and the fact that you get to see the Queen. But I mean, if if, if Charles is sitting on a horse, I couldn't care less. No. Unless he falls off. Unless he falls off. And and then somehow you've got something to laugh about. But Yeah. yeah, I certainly don't need William and Kate giving me. I mean, if it wasn't for Harry and Meghan they would probably be quite irritating because they're a little bit on the woke side, aren't they? Well, how
0: would you feel, like, Kate Middleton, right? I mean, I'm not being a snob here, quite the the opposite, but Kate Middleton, upper-middle-class family, mum's a party planner, done very well for herself, got herself into a university. She
1: used to be a stewardess, didn't she?
0: Yes, that's right. They used to call it
1: Doors to Manual. But so the F what? Right.
0: You know, I mean, who are they? So Kate Middleton walks into this studio right now. What what are we meant to do?
1: Bow? Yeah, I know. Doff our caps? Well, that was one of the things that was funny to me when I used to go go and do some of the royal stuff in America, because if it was a minor kind of tour, um, like in the days before Charles and Diana, if Charles was on his own the papers in london wouldn't bother sending so they'd ask me to pick him up and we yeah. I I had to go to pittsburgh once right. where i ended up having dinner with kate eighty, funnily enough because she was oh, yeah. also doing it oh, brilliant. um and um she spent the entire night having dinner telling me how she lost her hearing in her ear because it was a bomb in beirut yeah you know which was quite boring after a while. yeah but anyway yeah. um <laughs> you could get that quite quickly couldn't you <laughs> yeah right next. Yeah. so um he hated you could see in his face he hated the fact that all these american journalists would kind of go hey chuck yeah. And they were just shouting at him, yeah. you know, yeah. which of course we're not supposed to do. We're no, supposed to right. wait for an opportunity um, yeah. to, for him to come over and say, Would you have anything you'd like to ask me? Did you read that? And uh, they were like, Hey, Chuck, what are you doing?
0: Did you read that brilliant story about Prince Andrew? And I think it was in Pop Bitch. And so, God knows no. if it's true, but it had it sounded right. Well, let's open it. Appar- and this was meant to be after the uh, Emily Maitlis oh, yeah. interview. Right. So, this is like in his period of deep shame. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he was at a private dinner and he was the guest of honour. Uh-huh. And he walked into the room and nobody stood up oh yes right? and he went ah oh, let's try this yes. again shall we yes walked out of the room mm. and then came back in In fact
1: i did read that was it not um at some hunting event or it
0: something? could have been Yeah. and
1: they were all in his house or something what a twat i know but this is the thing this is what you forget that yeah. these people are so ridiculously snobbish about what they expect you to do the around level them. of entitlement they genuinely yeah. feel yeah. that basically you know when he gets in his bentley Uh, in London, that all of the traffic should be put to one side, and that he shouldn't have to worry about it, and he should be given absolutely green lights all the way, and motorcycle outriders, because that's their life. You know, and when you talk about Harry um, and Meghan going off and becoming financially independent, I mean, don't make me laugh. I mean, these are people who have had, I mean, at least she's had a job and she has had to make the money that she's made. So, in a way, I've actually got more time for her than I have for him. But he did go and fight in Afghanistan. And for that, yeah. a lot of people think he was a, he was a good yeah, guy. Yeah, fair enough. And that's fair enough. But, you know, they're not really qualified to do anything. He's not very smart. But hey. apparently his net worth is
0: 38 million yeah, quid. Right? right. So, what's stopping him being financially independent right now? Well, exactly.
1: Go and buy he, yourself
0: a semi in Atkinson. Yeah. He got and, left and all that
1: money by live his off mother the interest in a trust, right? Yeah and he also now gets money from the duchy of cornwall yeah and so his claim that you know oh don't worry i don't get any public money because i only take five percent out of the sovereign fund is absolute yeah. rubbish yeah complete nonsense uh, no. but what i find amazing though is the way that the kind of the woke generation of all of these kind of mates of theirs are basically saying they're doing the right thing yeah because guess what the royal family is a bit stodgy and old yeah. well yeah it is yeah. you know the queen's 93 yeah well, I mean, it's a bit. I've likened it to a bit like you having one of those, you know, dodgy. It's like having Mario bellatelli yeah. playing for, you know, for Liverpool, and he's, you know, he's not very happy. Yeah. So in the end, you have to move him on, yeah. shove him off to someone. Well, so you think team. Harry
0: might lift up his shirt and he's got a t-shirt saying you know, why, "Why always well, me"?
1: Well, it's effectively what she said, isn't it? When old Tom Bradby interviewed her, and yeah. she said, "You know, nobody ever asks me how I am." Yeah. Really?
0: Thank you, thank
1: you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. And yeah, I mean, he first... has gone way down in my estimation. for writing that lickspittle piece yeah, the Sunday Times?
0: Well, he's just trading on his contact,
1: isn't he? You well, know? he's he tra- might, well. Imagine he's trading... if he lands that interview on well, the back of Well, he's trading that. on his future. Yeah. Because he thinks that they're going to be his mates, yeah. and that he'll be the one that gets yeah. the big interview.
0: Well, we know we know people who who act like that and work on that basis. What do you mean, like Piers Morgan, Piers Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah well the great thing about Piers is that he gets these interviews but yeah. he never actually asks them anything
0: oh, that, that, i don't think that's fair no, though that. i'm joking i know you're I'm joking, joking.
1: Yeah. it's only because he keeps promising to come on my show and he keeps not doing does he keep blowing you well, up? He, well he doesn't really it's not his fault he's just very busy you yeah know? i yeah. tried to get him on the other day because uh, I said, look, basically you're getting blamed for this. You know, apparently it's your fault that Meghan wants to leave the country. So. It- <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't fall for it. Unfortunately, <laughs> that would but so, be no, so some great. people are saying that. Wouldn't that, that be this great? This is relentless kind of bet midlow. In fact, is yeah. one of them. This yeah. relentless negativity that you've been pumping <laughs> out in your Daily Mail column has eventually led to Meghan Markle leaving the country. How brilliant would it be Wouldn't if, it be if the
0: entire British monarchy fell to pieces because? Meghan Markle once blanked peers at yeah. a party.
1: Well, <laughs> and he's got that the would hump. be his favourite situation of all time, wouldn't it?
0: Uh, he, I mean, Put if he's in the centre yeah, of everything, of everything. Of everything. Yeah. How, God knows how he does it, but he does. Mm. Anyway, but yeah. I mean,
1: effectively, um, I, people keep saying to me, you know, oh, don't worry, um, it will all be okay in the end. I don't think it will be no. okay in the end. No. I really don't. I think she is a massive influence, clearly, on yeah. Harry. You know, he's going to leave the country at the yeah. end of this week. I don't think he's going to come back. Well, can you listen, imagine the scene, for example, where Prince Philip, who's very elderly now and very yeah. frail, dies, yeah. right, and they don't come back for the funeral?
0: Yeah, can well, they'd Im- have to. Imagine they'd that. have to. Even his face, the one who abdicated. That.
1: I can imagine that not being the case.
0: No, they'd have to. Oh, come on. They'd have to come back for the grandfather's funeral. No, but
1: think about how, how these stuff has played out, right? He's yeah. with her for six weeks. Yeah. During that time, they hatch this plot, yeah. which I think, to be fair, they've been hatching for a while. But because they're together for six weeks, he's not no distractions. He's got nobody telling him anything apart from her mm. because she's isolated him from all of his friends and all of his family, right? He has a conversation with Prince Charles on Christmas Eve, apparently, at which he says, this is what we want to do. Oh, right. Um, and apparently, so the story goes, Charles then says to him, well, I don't think we can just talk about this. Why don't you put something down in, in writing and tell me how you think it's going to work? Right. The claim, which was in Bradby's column, um, in the Sunday times which obviously comes to them is that that was then leaked mm. to dan wootton at the sun yeah and that was how it all kind of started that's coming right out. yeah um but now that he's back mm. on his own and with his own family and she's not with him i bet you any money he starts to slightly soften his because his, he seems to me yeah. like a guy who's a bit easily manipulated
0: well I, I mean on a serious note if there is a serious thing to this the his mental health has been called into, yeah. into question, and well, if, I think if she he is struggling been, with depression, well, then people should open maybe, up about that, you maybe.
1: Know? But I think I wonder whether some of that has been brought on by her, yeah, because she's the one who's kind of gone to him and said, You know, it's okay not to be okay, yeah, and then yeah. suddenly you go, oh, All right, then <laughs> instead of just saying, Would, you, would yeah. you mind, you know, and of course, we all have to take mental health much more seriously now than we ever did, yeah, however. Um, I think there's a lot of situations where people kind of talk about it and uh, uh, sort of, you know, give themselves the title of struggling yeah. with mental health yeah. when actually they're
0: not really. And it would have just been sadness 10 years yeah. ago. They'd you have just can... said, oh, I'm feeling a bit yeah. miserable right now. Well, when but... you start
1: seeing people yeah. that, that say they need time off because, you know, they've broken up with their girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and they need to have compassion from the from the company they work yeah, for. You know, yeah. you go, well, you know, things might have gone a little bit too far here. Yeah,
0: no, you I, know,
1: I, I agree with that. You know, and lots of people have had tragedy in their lives. And of yeah. course, his was very publicly played out. Yeah. But, you know, in the end, you can't play the victim forever when you are that wealthy, when you have lived that life of privilege, you know, yeah. when they've got servants doing everything for you. Yeah. I mean, Charles literally had somebody... That put toothpaste put, on his yeah.
0: toothbrush. That was one of the things that came out of the Ryan uh, yeah. Ryan Perry story yeah. that we broke. Yeah, right. it was the the extent of Molly coddling. Mm. Um, I, I, I I don't know. I think that I mean I remember Stan Collymore, when Stan Collymore went public with his depression. Yeah, and you know Stan had all sorts of. He's a
1: very complicated, very
0: character. complicated guy. But I, you know, I knew him. Yeah, relatively you told well. That
1: story before about and, the book, right? Yeah,
0: and the dogging and all mm. of that business. But he, so he would get himself into all sorts of trouble. Yeah. But essentially a nice guy who felt he couldn't say I've got depression and when he did say I've got depression I'm not sure he's a nice guy by everyone's right. well that, I, that I only speak as I, fi- I speak as right. I find but um, he's the other one that's blocked the on mini- Oh oh I see the definition <laughs> of nastiness but um but well, people yeah,
1: can't take
0: it. The minute he said, "I've got depression," yeah. everyone said, "Pull yourself," including people we know and admire. Yeah. Pull yourself together. You're a millionaire. You know, you've got all you have to do is turn up to training or whatever it is. You know, and that's. I think that does miss the point massively. Yeah,
1: but nobody does that anymore. I mean, if you say, "I think I've got suffering from yeah. depression," nobody now. Yeah, but will I, have the cojones to say, "Pull yeah. yourself together." But don't
0: you think that's what people are saying about Harry? But in the back of our heads, we know there's a good chance he's probably suffering from well, some I, mental I, health listen, issue. I
1: have no idea. What he's suffering from. And for all I know, he might have PTSD from being in Afghanistan. I mean, he was a helicopter pilot and he did actually get into some hot situations and he was in live battles. So you know. But I I I just worry that um this whole woke generation wants you to feel like you've got some kind of mental health problem. It's almost as though you'd be weird if you didn't have some mental health problem. And that to me, in a way, it's a little bit like you know, using the word Nazi. Yeah. to describe someone who isn't a Nazi yeah. or using the word racist to describe something that isn't racist. It just
0: blanket stuff. It, well, yeah.
1: what it does is it diminishes the people yeah. who really are suffering. Yeah. For example, from proper mental health problems. I mean, I've yeah. known people over the years who had proper depression, right? And they couldn't do anything. Yeah, You know, they didn't just walk around and say you know i've got yeah. mental health issues well
0: Alistair's and, like that Alistair yeah. Campbell, i mean you know.
1: he literally i mean I, I, a friend of mine couldn't get out of bed he'd be there for yeah. days yeah. you know you try, like try and yeah. get them you try and go around and see them not interested because you yeah. want to talk to anybody literally lying yeah. down in a dark room yeah the problem for me with people like collymore is that collymore and i know this just because he used to work in the same place i did oh, of course yeah. whenever there would be some kind of massive row or he'd gone too far on twitter he suddenly found himself in need of a lie down. Right, okay. And then he would suddenly go into a dark depression. Right. Which would always save his job. Because yeah. instead of getting fired, yeah, people would go, well, we can't really... Because um, you know, he needs counselling or something or like that. Because he needs help.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm afraid it became a bit of a pattern. Right. Until eventually... Right. They went, well, we can't... We just can't keep doing yeah. this. Yeah. You know. No, I, I, think get people, I get people I get that. I'm slightly sceptical of people who use it as a sort of shield. Yeah. To say you can't... I mean, like, if if Prince William and Prince Harry's statement is to be believed and their relationship is apparently fine, in their words, yeah. which it clearly isn't, no. um, they're basically trying to issue instructions to newspapers to not use certain types of language. Yeah. Which is outrageous. It is. It's got nothing. To, well, this
0: the core thing to me is: why would anybody listen to those two guys? Cool. You know, on anything, they're yeah. not particularly intelligent. In fact, p- no. quite possibly the reverse. They, they, you know, they are just overprivileged, self entitled yeah. people who lived in a bubble well, we'll their whole lives.
1: Privilege, right?
0: I, you know, so if they can drive attention to a charity, fantastic. But don't start telling us what the terms of that charity should be. Yeah. You know, leave that to somebody yeah. who's actually got a clue. Right.
1: Chumba.chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary.
0: Forward, prohibited by law. 18
1: plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's something I want to ask you about, right? And I thought about this over the weekend. Did Uh-oh. you see um because I imagine that you when you were the king of features at the Mirror yeah. would have had charge of this. Um and you've told us the great story of of the uh the guy from uh, Watergate when yeah. he came over <laughs> yeah, to write. Cal Cal <laughs> right? I want to ask you about John Pilger, yeah. right? Because I don't know if you saw his fury over the weekend. No. He had put a tweet out um, towards the back end of last week. And you know what Pilger's like. I mean, he's a massive lefty. Massive anti American, massive anti war guy. And he put out this tweet that basically was talking about, you know, the Bay of, what was it called? The thing that was supposed to have started this Vietnam War. Uh, uh, um, the,
0: not the Bay of Pigs, you mean? Not the Bay the, of
1: Pigs, no. It was something like, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, right. I should probably look for the tweet while we're doing this. But he basically listed a whole bunch of things that had caused wars in the right. past, which were fake news, effectively. Okay. And he said to add that, and add to that, um, Iran shooting down the Ukrainian Airlines plane. Right, right, and of course, about a day later, the Iranians came out and actually admitted that they yeah. had shot it down.
0: So he was saying that he they was, hadn't.
1: He was saying that they hadn't, right, and that it was all American propaganda. Yeah. So he was then taken to the task by lots of people on Twitter who yeah. basically said, you know, just to prove that you are a conspiracy nut, that you've never had the truth, yeah, uh, and never had a good relationship with the truth. The reason I'm asking you about it is because P- John Pilger was one of the guys that Piers rehired. Yeah, he did. Because he'd worked for the Mirror years before, hadn't he? Yeah, and to write these incredibly long, tedious, pieces, very tedious, yeah. which couldn't ever be edited. I and was
0: not told. not particularly well written, no, I have To say
1: because I remember, I think I was in Scotland, I think, mm. and we would occasionally, you know, sort of chuck it out mm. on the on the grounds that it was one too long, and it so was we crap. leave the space for somebody else, <laughs> yes. and three it was crap. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, did you have any dealings with it?
0: Never, no. I think it went through the news desk. Cause, did it? Because the news desk had uh, had a had a. We're very keen to start this kind of new serious mirror because it, you know, it suited. You remember Connor? Connor was very yeah. sort of serious and politically up to speed, and Richard Wallace was was likewise. I think you know, although Dickie's always Dickie a was a chameleon, a bit, a bit well, of a chameleon. He was more of a
1: whichever way the wind's blowing. Yeah, go, wasn't yeah,
0: he? yeah. In a, in a good way. Yeah. I think. But Connor had uh, had the contact with Pilger, but also Christopher Hitchens, no. who who. Came to the mirror and wrote some unbelievably obtuse columns, you know, with references to Greek mythology and stuff like this. That even we had to look yeah, it up, you know. Right. So God knows what the readers were making yeah. of it. So, this
1: was during the period when they lost the red top, but it had yeah. all gone sort of black. That's and right. Nobody was quite sure what was happening.
0: It was. It was. I don't know why. I don't know what triggered Pierce's desire to get more serious, except to say that it worked for a while. You know, it, it, we got a lot more attention and yeah. and the sales went up. But then the big mistake made, was made when we went, uh, Britain went into war yeah. against Iraq, and yeah. we carried on yeah. saying this is terrible. The, also,
1: the difficulty became just design-wise that because yeah. it became this kind of picture front-page-led paper. That's right. Um, you'd sometimes have days when there wasn't really a big enough story to do no, that. with. so, you had to manufacture so you'd manufacture some yeah. kind of you know Outrage, like sort of tombstone yeah. type yeah. piece. That's right. And a big front-page picture that was very, very That's impressive. Right. And the story was crap. I found Pilger's tweet, by the way. Go on. Here it is. Lie upon lie. Uh, Hiroshima necessary to defeat Japan. Vietnam attacked US ships in Gulf of Tonkin. That was the one. Oh, yeah. Um Saddam Hussein had WMDs. Libya invaded to prevent massacre. Russia shot down MH17, put Trump in the White House. The US, not Russia, defeated ISIS. And Iran shot down add Iran shot down Ukrainian airliner yeah
0: so I well, mean, it's a whole litany. making himself a hostage to fortune well he is him?
1: and I mean to be fair to him he admitted that he made a mistake yeah however he then went on to say but it doesn't actually um diminish my point point." and you go well, well,
0: well it sort of does
1: mate. it kind of does actually because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your entire premise is that this was a story the Americans made up yeah, yeah. Uh, and in fact it may have even been the Americans that shot the plane down yeah. well guess what it wasn't them. yeah it was the Iranians yeah I found that very interesting actually because Iran has totally cowed out now to trump it's he Completely. has won someone's on he's there won. who was it was it nick robinson
0: or someone on the today program yesterday was saying you know you've got to say he gets stuff done yeah and you know well, we mean, were we like were it. promised world war three yeah. and what we've actually got is a very supplicant yeah. iran and uh and he's got his win you know he's right. killed this nasty well, guy mean, if you
1: look at every single piece of uh sort of foreign policy that he's got himself engaged in yeah from north korea to russia yeah to uh to now iran he's yeah. doing pretty well isn't so he?
0: i woke up this morning right not a word of a lie yeah. and i and i did i sat there making myself a coffee mm. and i thought what if we're all wrong and by we i meant the sort of liberal
1: yeah sort of center left you mean
0: what if we are completely yeah. what, wrong
1: well guess what no, yeah. it's not what if <laughs> right it's when you're going to work this out right <laughs>
0: The, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I I, I just, it, I just thought it was worth asking the question. What if every assumption I make mm-hmm. that, you know, that the progressive left is generally a positive thing, that globalization is a positive yeah. thing, that, you know, the more we mingle, the better, more peaceful we are,
1: yeah. uh, all of those. What if all of those things are just completely yeah. wrong? Well, I think you might be onto something finally. You know, why don't you start a new newspaper? You know, and call it the New Optimist, yeah, right? Yeah, which the Blind is, Optimist. Yeah, the yeah. Blind Optimist. Because actually, human nature yeah. is not about um, what you might call being progressively left-wing. Yeah, human nature is not like that at all. There's something very nice about human nature, but it's best way. It's it's best kind of. I think it's best practice, if you like, is for people to be encouraged to do as well as they can do um, and to do it in a beneficial mm. way for society. Yeah. Rather than punishing those people who do well, telling them that they're evil and twisted and nasty and horrible yeah. and they've got way too much money and they need to give some of it back to the government yeah. so the government can give it to the poor people. That's not human nature. No. And I think it's counterintuitive to the way society should work.
0: Why do you explain something that's always confused me? Is the, the massive uh, spirit of... Um, Altruism and philanthropy in the States mm. amongst very rich people where yeah. it's expected that you'll give a lot back. You yeah. know, if, you, if you're a multi-billionaire in the States yeah. and you're not giving huge amounts away to charities, right. people think there's something very, very wrong. Yeah. But over here, not so much, you know.
1: Well, I think there is that here as well. But I just think that America is such a much more kind of open society. Yeah. The problem we've got in this country, I think, is that we've always been riven by class. Yeah. And I think we still are. Yeah. Snob Snobbery. Yeah. There's not much snobbery in America, you know. No. And I've been with people there who don't have much money, and I've been with people who do have a lot of money. And the people who don't have money don't resent the ones that That's do. That's right. Yeah, they, they applaud feel, them. They applaud them. Yeah. You know, I used to say this when I first went to live there in the '80s. You know, um, and I'd get talking to people. You know, when I started to make a bit of money, and I would say to them, you know, if you've got a nine, because this was in the '80s, right? And there was a lot of you know um, rich versus poor kind of stuff going on. And I said, you know, if I uh, had a posh car in London, somebody would run a keel on yeah, the side of it yeah. because they'd be jealous of the yeah. fact they had a nice car. That doesn't happen in America, no. you know, because they want to be better off. Yeah. They aspire to it. And I think part of the reason for that is that they've always been much more um, free of tax than we are. Right. You know, And I know that people will say, oh, there's a lot of European countries where they tax people more and they seem happy enough. Mm. Maybe so. Mm. But as far as the Anglo-Saxon kind of heritage goes, right. um, I think we are... Generally speaking, much more likely to be happy if yeah. we're taxed less. And yeah. Americans get to do more with their money. You know, they get to save their money. And in the old days it was always all oh, we get free education, we don't have to save up for it. Now we mm. don't anymore. Mm. So you now have to save up for your kids' education. They've always done that in America. Yeah. In the same way they've always paid for their own healthcare.
0: And if you don't and in even in this country, if you don't want to wait for eight hours in A and E or whatever or right. get cancer treatment quickly, you've got to go private even now go because private. the NHS is so yeah. screwed.
1: Exactly. But the difference is that we are still taxed very highly. Yeah. And we don't have all that money to do with what we want. Yeah. Whereas I think over there if you are very wealthy, um, because you've got more money and you get to keep more money, and also you're not, I mean, if some—if you go, I mean, somebody once told me this with regards to women, if your wife or your girlfriend keeps telling you you're a scumbag and you're a cheat and you're a bastard and all of that which occasionally I've been accused of, right? um, <laughs> basically, you start to think you are one.
0: But it's not necessarily untrue.
1: <laughs> well, whether it's true or not, the point is if that's all you hear, yeah. then you become more that like that That becomes your person.
0: definition, yeah. So
1: if you're yeah. a rich person in this country, you're going to get more resentful of giving yeah. people money because you're going, well, they all think I'm a scumbag yeah. anyway. Why yeah. should I fucking give them any money? I think you're right. And when you look at Alan Sugar, you remember that um, great picture that he put out once when somebody accused him of being some kind of rich scumbag and he put out his tax
0: check. That's right, it yes. There was something like 58 Enormous. million
1: quid or something yeah. that he paid to the treasury. That's right. And he said, well, one minute, you've paid this much That's money, right. maybe you could have a say. That's right. And in the States, of course, um, you know, because they're told that they've done very well and people admire them, they'll give the money away. Yeah. I, th- I think there's something to that.
0: I think you're probably right. And I'll tell you, I heard, you were speaking earlier about uh, the openness of the States and the lack of, lack of class barriers. Yeah i i heard the most fascinating thing uh on the tv monty don right yes. the gardening show the gardening and he's gone ad. to the states right and yeah. he's doing american gardens oh, right? is he? so i'm into all of that right. i love it love it and i, I think he's brilliant
1: they're all the, his show the gardening shows are always on in our house i'm yeah. not necessarily sure yeah. why um, but I do watch it. I do watch it. <laughs> but
0: he's great. I think really mm. good. But he said he asked this question to this uh, this house owner in this nice posh suburb of, of Philadelphia. Yeah. I think it was. And he and he until he asked it, it never occurred to me. But he said, why are there never any fences yeah. on people's front gardens yeah. in the states? Yeah. He said in the UK everything is yeah. fenced, but in the US there are no right. fences. The sure. lawn runs down to the pavement to the, to road, the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah and he and this guy said it's because we've got a different we've got a different viewpoint on property and yeah. it's very hard to get people to fence things in in the states right. you know because they think it's also expansive and right. land is is bigger and also he said if somebody put a fence up in the states people would think they were like a reclusive weirdo yeah you know they would think yeah. there's something wrong yeah and ever since he said that i've been walking down our streets right yeah. i live in a a sort of typical Victorian yeah. terrace ha- street in mm. Highbury, right? Very nice. But we've all got about six foot of space yeah. between us and the bay window right. and the pavement, yeah. and inevitably there's a massive big hedge right and then some bins behind yeah. the hedge yeah and you just think how much nicer would mm. the street look if you took all of those hedges yeah. and all of those little walls away and the street would widen yeah. up everyone would be able to see everything so you couldn't have burglars mm. hiding behind the right. hedge and stuff like this right. and it would just open everything up but there's something very british yes. i think about closing things no, down that's
1: true well also my american friends when they would come and visit us when we lived in wiltshire were aghast at the yeah. way that britain was kind of laid out they go we've just come down on the train right and all we see is fields right you've just picked us up in a car we've now driven through loads and loads of fields and now we've reached a place where all the houses are stuck next to each other That's right, right? That's like right. literally wedged up yeah. against each other yeah. for a period of about sort of you yeah. know a quarter of a mile that was <laughs> our village and then it's all fields again <laughs> yeah and they go why would you do it like that I'm you're like, mad well, i don't know yeah. is the way it's always been it's done true. But it's the same in, in, they've got a different view of of the beach as well over there. Yeah. Because my sister lives quite near the Long Island Sound. And it's beautiful, Mm. you know, gorgeous. But you can't get access to beaches there in the same way as you can in this country. Ah. Because in this country, the beach is basically public. Yeah. Over there, you can buy property which takes you all the way down to the water. Oh, I see. And so basically, famously, for example, Ron Galella, who was the original kind of paparazzi photographer. Yeah. He made his first fortune taking pictures of the Kennedys. But he couldn't take pictures of the Kennedys from the land, so he basically bought a boat, right? And put a spy hole in the boat, and he then he then he basically hooked anch- anchored it off of um, Cape Kennedy, yeah, or Cape Cod rather, yeah. Um, and just took loads of pictures yeah. of them on their private beach, right? And that was the only way you could get them because you, you can't you be on the beach. And was always the, I remember fair. the line was always told to me when I yeah. was in the days when I was a reporter. If you stand in the water, you're okay. Yeah. But if you walk onto the beach, you're yeah. on private land, and they can shoot you.
0: I'll never forget coming down to London for the first time and driving down, or for, not for the first time, but for the, as an independent adult. Yeah, yeah. And driving down off the uh, off the M, what M1, is it? The, the it M1 into... Coming
1: into Brink Cross. Yeah, exactly that. right. Yeah. And
0: then, so you come off and you go into three very fast lanes yes. of traffic and right. people roaring down... The North Eastern Circular Island. Road. But there are, there are houses, yeah. cheek by jowl, right. all the way along there. Right. And I just thought, bloody hell, they... they they live next to motorways yeah. down here yeah it's
1: madness i know well funny enough i was going up to scotland the other week um and we were on part of the m6 i think it must have been quite quite far north up the m6 like north of warrington yeah and we suddenly hit a bit of the road it was really quiet because you know how the roads are quite noisy here? yeah and yes there's that terrible bit of the m25 where you think you've got some kind of buzzing noise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your wheels about to fall or you're off. going <laughs> towards like Chertsey, somewhere around there yeah So suddenly there was no noise at all. It wasn't just because I was driving an incredibly luxurious Range Rover. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. I've got the bloody windscreen sorted out finally, by the way. Oh, thank God um, for that. I was worried about that. But I looked to my left, right, and there was a new development of houses. And they probably built about, it looked like about 100 houses. Quite nice looking kind of probably two, three bedroom type places. Yeah. And suddenly um, the mother of my children said to me, she said, well, that's probably why they've got this quiet road, because they've been built... For noise reduction? For noise reduction, Very which interesting. Which I thought, now that's quite clever. Very interesting. And very un-British, because we're not very good at stuff no. like that. Well, and I thought, well, this is actually really good. So now, yeah. they're living in, uh, next to motorways up north as well. Well, my in- <laughs> that's brilliant. My in-laws, up in Scotland,
0: near Aberdeen, oh, yeah. they've, so they've just had this fantastic new bypass built, which right. has taken all the traffic out of their village. And the road is super quiet, except it's got a bridge, right? It g- g- dips down, right. and it's got a bridge, and then it goes over a hill. And... On either side of the bridge is one of those sort of metal, you know, where they detach it for when it expands during the summer and oh, yeah. come back. So it's like sort of two strips mm. of metal and a bit of rubber right. where the road doesn't quite join up. Mm. And every car that goes over it, it goes bubble, bubble, yep. Right, And that, all they can hear now oh, is this. God. And I said, Have they sorted that out yet? And they said, Well, no, we just, everyone's just trying to get used to it. Really? Like the air is just full of bubum. Oh, yeah, that oh, could drive It would drive me nuts. That
1: could drive you insane. Like Chinese
0: water torture. Yeah,
1: oh. I once had a guy, um, my next door neighbour, and it was when I used to work at weekends and I used to work at the overnight show. So I'd get home at about seven in the morning, have a little bit of breakfast or something. Sometimes I'd have a glass of wine because to me it was dinner time. You know? Yeah, and then go for a little sleep. Some guy next door had obviously decided. You know those um, that laminate flooring you get in IKEA. Yeah, you know, and you have to just like tongue and groove.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it was
1: yeah. Just like, oh no. Above your head? No, behind my oh. bedroom wall. Oh no! Because it was literally the next room over. Oh, oh shit! It's like that, and I just was like, I, I tried to sleep, couldn't sleep, couldn't do anything. No. I ended up going out. It drives you mad? Yeah, because he was doing it, and I, he couldn't, I couldn't complain. It was Saturday morning or something, yeah. you know. And I thought, well, I can't say you can't do that on a Saturday yeah. morning. I'm trying to sleep.
0: Yeah. You know? Did I ever tell you about the time that I was? Uh, Doing, I did a couple of test shows on LBC.
1: Right? Oh, I think you did. Tell, well, you told me you were doing that. So I, I was.
0: Happened. So I was doing it. And it was like the sort of one till four in the morning shift. Right. right? So it was the graveyard shift. Yeah. And I thought they went oh, very I well. I know I've done it. Yeah. They never called back though. Anyway, so it can't have gone that well. But I had a bit of flu, and I and the family were on holiday in mm. Norfolk. So it was a big deal. So I drove back to London for the weekend to right. do these two things, and my. Son has got a gecko, right? A crested, yeah, it, a yeah. crested gecko, yeah. and this thing will eat uh crickets, right? Right. Now, if you go into are a pet shop, live? yeah, yeah. So, well, I think it probably eat dead ones, but it mm. likes the live ones. Right. If you go into a uh, pet store or whatever they're uh-huh. called, you can. There are two types of cricket. One is sort of white, right. and one is brown. Okay. Right? So I didn't realize that there was any real difference. So I got the brown ones right. now. The fundamental differences is that the white ones are sort of genetically made, so they don't make that cricket noise, right? right? <laughs> Not so much the brown ones, right? And Theo, uh, his cage, this gecko right. cage, had a little gap in it, right? right? So I put three or four of these crickets in the cage, right, right to treat the gecko, right. and a couple of them got out, right? So I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I, I so I do this show in the dark hours of the morning, and in our cellar, yeah. right, comes this noise. <laughs> you know whatever the screech
1: yeah. of a cricket the high is it pitch like screech. That kind of, you know that sound you hear in america that kind of you know like it's almost like a um, yes it's like no that. it's like it's, it's like somebody's legs together, it's, it's
0: someone it? scraping yeah. nails down i mean it's yeah, the yeah. most it's the worst sound in the world and you, it's impossible to sleep
1: <laughs> i don't mind it in, in, when i'm in america
0: listen it gets worse this this is an admission right so Next it's thing,
1: not your jolly enormous
0: moment, no, is it? No, no. Well, the next thing I hear is this is in the middle of the summer last year. Right. Is I can hear one in the hedge outside right. the front of the oh, house, Christ. right? And it goes on all night long, right? Bloody hell! And the neighbours are up, and everyone—you know—you can hear it right. from about
1: fifty yards. Well, surely you could have just said that it wasn't anything to do with you. well, of course, this is no one knows
0: it's anything to do right. with me unless they <laughs> listen to the thought police. <laughs> But by the by the end of the week, right. these bloody things have mated and everything, oh, and Christ. the whole street is. It wasn't no. until November, and we got a frost, and right. it killed them all off. Thank Christ! Jesus.
1: Oh no, it went so on. So you f- could have actually populated Britain with it, these things. Mate, honestly,
0: yeah, it's probably that's an arrestable offence. Yeah,
1: well, it's like the the, the the what do you call it? The parakeets, the yellow parakeets yes. that are all over London yeah. now, Green. because somebody.
0: Well, well, the story is. Um, yeah, well, it's funny. Jimi I... Hendrix, wasn't it? Wasn't well,
1: no, that's apparently that's an is urban that a load myth. of rubbish. That's yeah. an urban yeah. myth. Yeah. Um, it turns out that they came from somebody who had them in like Kew Gardens or somewhere like that and they got out of there. Right. And also they do breed quite voraciously. I like those, don't you? I prefer them to pigeons. Well, I've only ever seen them once because they're mostly in West London. I was once driving on Ah. the Westway near Shepherd's Bush and they all flew across the front of my car. Right. And that was the only one and only time I've seen. Well, them. there's
0: loads in Clissold Park in Stoke Newington. Is it? Loads. Well, of I don't yeah. go to
1: Stoke Newington. It's too trendy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be seen dead there, as it were. Now we're out of time, already. Oh and no! So coming up at the end of the week, I'm going yeah. to tell you about the. I'll give you an update on the the Christmas tree. The, oh, scenario. how is it? Yeah, I
0: can't wait for that. Well,
1: I'll show you the picture. I'm- You'll see. And You'll see. I told you you'd be you'd be yeah. uh, eating your words.
0: And I hope you found that worm that can that oh. turns into two worms well. when you cut it
1: in half. <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> this is the thought police.
0: You can't get a job apparently in Canada if you're not bilingual. Well,
1: what's he going to get a job doing?
0: I mean, what Being job could prince? he do? Well, he could be begging for voiceover work for himself, <laughs> like he was
1: with yeah, Bob Iger. Yeah, could bring up that guy from Disney and go, do you know when yeah. uh, we did that deal to get Megan's for voiceover work? Yeah. How do you fancy that you it That was mortifying, wasn't it? Wasn't that the most embarrassing thing you've ever seen?
0: It was... Did the, the, I'll tell you, the, the thing about it that mortified me was the bit where he sort of leaned back and said, "Oh, huh, you sound surprised. Yeah. Like, everyone gives a toss about what his wife does. I know. It?
1: I know, but meanwhile, she's over to the right talking to Beyonce yeah. and Jay-Z. Jay-Z looked bored as shit. Do you think uh, she was saying to them, hey, do you know uh, my husband, he plays a bit of guitar. <laughs> yeah, you know, right, Do you think you right. get a spot in the band? Backing vocals. Yeah. Jay-Z, I thought.
0: Who, I, I love Jay-Z. I think he's an absolute diamond. And uh, he just looked completely pissed off at the fact that he was there. Uh,
1: Why don't you start a new newspaper, you know, and call it the new optimist, right? Yeah, which The blind optimist. Yeah, the blind optimist. Because actually, human nature is not about um, what you might call being progressively left-wing. Human nature is not like that at all. There's something very nice about human nature, but its best way, its, its best kind of, I think, its best practice, if you like, is for people to be encouraged to do as well as they can do, Um, and to do it in a beneficial Mm. way for society rather than punishing those people who do well telling them that they're evil and twisted and nasty and horrible and they've got way too much money and they need to give some of it back to the government so the government can give it to the poor people that's not human nature Mm. and i think it's counterintuitive to the way society should work how brilliant would it be if the entire
0: british monarchy fell to pieces because Meghan Markle once blanked peers at yeah. a party.
1: Well, <laughs> and he got that the would hook. be his favorite situation of all time, <laughs> wouldn't it?
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?